technically the rules say dogs can't play. Wait, no, no. There's nothing in the rule book that says dogs can't play. Yeah, that's what I just said. Check the check the tapes. We'll check the tapes. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. Oh no. I know it's available, but why? There's so many other things available. First of all, it's artisanal, okay? I don't want to hear it. One of your hosts spent nine hours this week watching the Godfather series to atone for his <laughs> sins. <laughs> what are you? doing so stupid of you so stupid of all of you handsome drew did as well are you drew with the you obviously he's drew with the you okay my handsome drew. <laughs> i don't spell it's my name with a u what are you talking about <sighs> what's wrong with you i'm so angry at everyone here oh i was not listening <laughs> <laughs> that is very apparent to everyone on the podcast that you were not listening this is not the podcast you deserve Welcome to another episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I am one of your hosts this evening, Drew Allen. With me, as always, is handsome Drew Crawford. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining. And not with us is, sadly, Kyle Cox. Mm. He could not be here today, so we will be taking this trio down to a duo and hopefully giving you just as good a podcast for our audience that we need. Mm. Today... We are going to do another movie, mirror movie matchup. Now, I could already hear you asking, but Drew and Drew, what is a mirror movie matchup? Now, much like how both our hosts have the same name, both these movies have the <laughs> same premise. Generally, a mirror movie, we like to call them, what we call a mirror movie are two movies that come out about the same time with essentially the same premise, so much so that they look exactly the same. The trailers look exactly the same. The a lot of a lot of time the actors and actresses look exactly the same. So much so that it gets lost in your brain and you could be talking about one movie while you're definitely talking about the other movie and you won't know until somebody calls you out for it. If you'd like another example of this, we did one a couple months ago with White House Down and Olympus has fallen. And I think that's a that's a perfect example of uh what we're trying to talk about here. Oh, that was a great example, and also a great podcast. You should go and listen to that one. Absolutely. I thought we did a great job. That was super fun to talk about. And I'm excited to talk about these two movies, which both deal with the same premise of two friends who do not quite want a committed relationship, but they decide they want a little bit more than just friends. They want, uh, they want all the uh, benefits of, of uh, having a relationship with none of the... Uh, drawbacks, if one, if none you of will. The, none of the strings, would you say? Yeah, you know, I, I, that's pretty fair. That's right, we're talking about Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attached. Both movies came out in 2011, both got an R rating. Friends with Benefits, however, is an hour and 49 minutes, and No Strings Attached is an hour and 48 minutes. Whoa, so if you're I mean, ever worried about which one you're talking about, just think No Strings Attached is the shorter one. Yeah, and and you can you tell. Never forget it. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> it shows. Yeah. It's, it's, it, would you say it's more succinct or it just it doesn't quite give you as much, it doesn't have as it's, much story to tell? You know, it's just the pacing is a little bit. Mm, uh, mm. Yeah. And we'll get into reviews later on. Let's not tip our hand too soon. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but I think that the first time I kind of the, heard the general premise, the general like conflict in this movie was in a separate movie earlier on called When Harry Met Sally, which that movie breaks down 
the idea that can two friends really be friends if it's a male and a female, or will it inevitably lead to something more? And I think this is kind of a next progression of that, which is can you do that and also add sex involved and still remain distant, or is that going to bring you closer together and there's, there's just no hope? So Crawford, I'm going to ask you on air, live, kind of live, it's definitely recorded freehand, but <laughs> we will not edit it out. You know this. Yeah. Do you think that two friends can remain friends, even if they're of opposite genders, or possibly just having sex in the middle of it? I think, I think two members of the opposite sex can be friends for sure, you know, even if they are... Mm-hmm have similar attractions to each other or whatever like i think you can stay friends that's not really the issue for me i think if you are having sex probably gets a little bit more complicated mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. pretty in my opinion i think it's gonna lead you down a path that uh you're probably not gonna be able to maintain your friendship uh you're gonna either have to either take the next steps in your relationship and, and get mm-hmm. closer or you're gonna have to get more distant because you can't it's not sustainable the the amount of variables that have to line up perfectly in that scenario is astronomical. Like, yeah. you both have to have, like, similar interests and then also, like, a similar time frame in mind because, like, let's say all things aside, you have this Friends with Benefits deal and it's all going great. And, and this happens in, the both, in both movies, I think, where at some point th- one or both of them decide, hey, I actually want to have a relationship with somebody – and I'm not going to be able to do this with this setup. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at some point, the conversation is going to come up that you, you know, one person is like, I, we, I'm going to stop this. And then the other person has to have it on the same timeline or else that's going to have some missed expectations. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that can muddy the waters. Absolutely. I'm not saying it, it can't be done, but there's, like, the amount of planning and it almost becomes legalistic, the amount of planning that I think that would it would take to pull that off. Sure. And this movie doesn't quite go into that. These two, both movies have their protagonists. They're kind of just like, Hey, we're really good friends. You want to just, you know, start doing this with benefits. You want to, I remember this movie when both these movies came out in 2011, it was my senior year of high school. And this was a concept that was very trendy at the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, people running around thinking they could, be friends with benefits and you know high school boys were pitching it to literally everybody in their life uh they're like this is the coolest concept ever it's so like novel and you know edgy and like also like hey what do you guys think and everybody was like uh you're an idiot shut up Uh, but uh you know i'm also a uh rom-com guy at heart so when spoiler alert these movies they actually end up together in the end um, mm-hmm. it made my heart happy because, you know, ultimately yeah. that's why, that's what I wanted out of the, out of the movie. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're obviously always rooting for these, for the protagonists in both movies. And like, it's crazy in my head, thinking back to both these movies, I was like, man, it's like the same movie, the same premise, the you know, same genre and the same, like pretty much the same actors. And then I looked back and like Justin Timberlake doesn't really look that much like Ashton Kutcher and Mila yeah. Kunis definitely doesn't look that much like Natalie Portman. So I don't know what that like part of your brain is that like gets your mem- like deals with memorizing 
images because in my head these are the exact same actors and looking at them side to side i was like how in the world did i get justin timberlake and ashton kutcher mixed up with each other yeah so that i was gonna bring this up but we're talking about it now so the uh you know the movies themselves the plots are are very similar like you described earlier uh but Mm. just some of the key determining factors uh friends Mm. with benefits stars justin timberlake and mila kunis uh and is based Mm. in new york uh yes no strings attached stars um, Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman uh, and is based in LA also I think mm-hmm. it's funny that Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are both in these movies uh, yeah, because yeah. They're, now, they're now married to each other um, yes. and so in I, separate movies yes uh, and so I think it's funny that they were doing basically the same movie with different mm-hmm. people about having sex with other people and then got married to each other and it's like alright that's, that's kind of fun um, yeah it's like brain bending. Yeah. Um, but there's there's like famous people throughout both of these movies. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of like little cameos and stuff that pop up. Um, but, you know, Friends with Benefits has... Um, <laughs> there's, there's so many like little funny quirks that c- keep coming up in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But I love that it's got Woody Harrelson in it. Uh, he's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he does a really great job, and this uh, Friends with Benefits is also done, directed by Will Gluck, who, if you've listened to our podcast before, you've definitely heard me talk about Fired Up. That is a yeah. a, a big favorite uh, of of ours on the podcast, and Will Gluck mm-hmm. actually did that same movie uh, as well, and so, and he also did Easy A and stuff like that, and it's fun to see him use similar themes and similar actors, like Emma Stone from Easy A is in Friends yeah. with Benefits. Uh, Andy Samberg's in there for a little bit as well. Um, but then, uh, also, I forget his actual name, but Hero from the show Heroes, um, who's also in Fired Up. He's one of the mascots. He's in this movie, too. Uh, he's a guy on the plane that uh, Justin Timberlake is talking oh, about, really? Sully, and how it's not really like a big deal that <laughs> yeah. he landed that plane in the Hudson River. That's such a weird through line in the movie. Like, he he constantly wants to just diss Sully. And, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. This was uh, part of it. Like, I love that he's like, I'm just saying, it's not that impressive. Like, the plane did most of the work. And it always, like, cuts in on, like, the middle of the conversation. It cuts to him, and he's like, I'm just saying. All I'm saying, I'm not, like, he's he's a good pilot. I'm just saying the plane did most of the work. And everybody just like everyone's so... like, "Are you an American?" Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody gives him any an inch at all, except his dad at towards the end, which was a nice moment that they got. To yeah, see. his dad is like, "I mean, it, the planes basically fly themselves." He's like, "I know, that's what I'm saying." <laughs> um, there's also one other cutscene where it goes to Mila Kunis, and uh, she is has her laptop open, and she has a Wikipedia page open for Sully, Captain Sully. She's like reading about him. I was like, "That's." Like a really funny wow. little bit to throw on in the back. Yeah. Um, but uh, then I, I some say, of the... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I I do feel like that kind of dates the movie a little bit. And I will say that Friends with Benefits seemed a little bit more dated. Uh, because a large aspect of the movie revolves around flash mobs. Oh my and god. I, when it shows up in the movie, I was like, wow, this is a really early 2000s movie. I guess yeah. it's 2011, so 2010s, whatever. Yeah. Uh, 2000 teens, is that what you call it? But I was like, what happened to flash mobs? Uh, and the answer was, they're not imp- that impressive. Yeah, they they were a flash in the pan, truly. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were cool for like nine months, and everybody was like, maybe let's <laughs> not do this anymore. Um, and then talking about you know other famous actors, no strings attached. Obviously, Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman were in this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jake Johnson, uh, yeah, Nick, Nick Miller from New Girl. Uh, it's it's so funny to me when you see actors that have just become like ingrained in your brain as like one specific character. Like anytime yeah, yeah, he yeah. shows up on screen, I'm just like, oh, Nick Miller, yeah, uh, <laughs> Ludacris, uh, Ludacris yes. is in this movie, which I think is hilarious. Did uh, you recognize Carrie Elways when he oh, came on screen? Yeah, like why did they make him so ugly? He looks like a weird bum version of Owen Wilson in this movie. He he plays like the the main the main Natalie Portman's like professor, but like he, she's a nurse, so or, I guess he's, he maybe it, is her doctor. She she's a doctor. She's a doctor, right? And he's like the head doctor of the hospital kind of thing, and is yes, like she's right. like kind of got a little crush on him, but they never really address it, and nothing ever happens with it. His character is yeah. not important, not at all. But they got Carrie Elway's to to act. I, I have to imagine his role was originally like a love triangle that they threw away and instead gave it to the other guy who I did not recognize. Did you recognize the other no. love interest? It looks like Ben Lawson. I, I did uh, not. Um, there was so much about this movie that I thought was so weird. There were so many weird inconsistencies and no strings attached. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Be- before we really start diving into it, I I want to be up front. Uh, I liked Friends with Benefits a lot better. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, we're getting right into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So after sitting down and watching both of these movies, I was like, okay, one of these movies was good, and the other <laughs> one was horrible, and um, it was Friends with Benefits. It was a much better movie. It was much more enjoyable. It was much more fun. No Strings Attached definitely had um, fun aspects to it, and... and funny dialogue and funny scenes mm-hmm. but it was a weird ride it was weird to watch they they didn't set up the relationship quite as well like friends with benefits they spend a lot of time like Justin Timberlake is flown to New York by Mila Kunis and they have like a really fun meet cute but they're not dating and then they kind of develop their relationship and then they're friends and then they decide you know we're both lonely in New York Let's be lonely together type of thing. Whereas No Strings Attached, they kind of just like they meet up and then they hook up and then they're they're like, let's let's do this. But Natalie Portman's character is like, no, we can't be. I'm a, I'm a doctor. I'm a, I don't have time for a relationship. But that's kind of the only reason they're not dating is because, but they don't really go into like they don't really set up the premise. It's just kind of like, yeah, this is what this movie is about. It's about yeah. these two characters. And and they do this several times throughout the movie where they just tell you that Natalie Portman's yeah. like, I'm not good at relationships. She's just mm-hmm. like, you know, trust me. Or like other people, like her family will be like, you're just really good at being alone, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. can can we see any of this? Or are we just, are you just going to tell me she's weird and then we're just going to yeah. move on? Um, they don't really do a great job explaining And then that. like... They both like start falling for each other almost immediately, or I—I I mean, Ashley Kutcher a lot more so. But he is immediately trying not to be just friends with benefits. He's like wants a relationship for almost the whole movie, and so it's essentially him being almost friend zoned instead of them trying out this friends with benefits thing and like don't get 
we're trying not to get emotionally attached. Like there's a little there's an aspect of that, but it very quickly just becomes Ashton Kutcher trying to become Natalie Portman's boyfriend. Yeah. And they they just try to basically communicate the uh whole friends with benefits aspect of their relationship through like the sex montage in the middle. It's like a five minute yeah. like, hey, look at all the places they're having sex. Ha ha ha. Isn't this relationship crazy? And then immediately <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's like, uh, you know, making puppy dog eyes at her and like mm-hmm. trying to do more things and like trying to make it a relationship. And you're like, all right, so we got through the crux of that situation pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like when you compare, like if I were to watch No Strings Attached on its own, I, I may have enjoyed it a lot more. But Friends with Benefits, like when you compare these two movies right next to each other, I'm going to agree with you that Friends with Benefits is the better movie. It's just, it's more fun. It's set up better. You, it, it doesn't ask as much of you to connect the dots and just assume that you understand what's going on. It just, it, you know, it, it does a good job of just being a fun rom-com that never doesn't take itself too seriously. If anything, I think No Strings Attached falls, uh, staggers a little bit because it's trying to be a little bit more of a serious movie while still being a rom-com, but I, don't, I, th- I feel like they're trying to interrogate the, the concept, the idea, more so where Friends with Benefits is like, no, this is just a fun movie, and we're going to have a fun time. And these two characters who are having a blast living their lives in New York, and they fall in love along the way. So, uh, you know, I think we're on the same page of, you know, overall how we feel about the movie, but there's little specific aspects of each one that I kind of want to play off uh, with you and, and see t- see your take on it. Uh, but, so, who is your favorite side character uh, between the two movies? I'd say, like, which one was your favorite in each movie, and then overall, which one do you think had the best side characters? Okay, okay. Um, oof. That's a tough one. I, cause, I mean, how can you beat Jake Johnson? He's so... I loved... I, I love it in any movie when they give a side character their own romantic relationship. Yeah. Like, I love that. I, I really give a lot of props to No Strings Attached because, like, obviously, you the will-they-won't-they they of the protagonist is, like, the main draw of any movie. But to have their own side characters have their own relationship... And you get to see their own, you know, struggle throughout their, you know, the time from college to the present day in the movie, yeah. I think is so fun. So and, he takes it away. And their relationship, I think, is the one that you're supposed to look at, at the audience, as the audience and go, oh, that's the one you should actually want. That's the relationship yeah. you should actually try to mirror. Uh, they yeah. meet, like, it doesn't work. They meet again later. They're cute. They're fun. You know, they take all the normal steps. You know, they're friends. They hang out as a group. They have, like, a weird, awkward date. Then they hang out more, you know, uh, and they take it from there. And I think it's kind of funny that you're seeing that going on in the background while you're seeing this crazy dysfunctional relationship happening with Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman. Mm. A close second is also from No Strings Attached with Mindy Kaling, I think. Yeah. She has... I don't know if I don't know if she was a writer. I know she writes on a lot of the stuff she's mm-hmm. in, but I think she had a very fun uh, side character where, you know, the other two characters falling in love and trying it out, and she's always right there beside them, being like, "Y'all are stupid. This yeah. is not going to work." Or, or you know, you know, lo- I love him. Why are you loving him? Just go. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed her character. Yeah, and I, yeah. I enjoy her in most things she's in. 
I also thought uh, Jake Johnson's character was funny that they gave him the funny aspect of uh, having two gay dads. Uh, yeah. And that's like the first thing that somebody says, like the girl that he ends up dating says to him, like, yeah. oh, yeah, from college, you're the guy who helped me move my boxes that one time. Oh, you, you're the guy with the two gay dads. He's like, yeah, that's me. But like, I'm super straight, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who was your favorite side character? You, you said Jake Johnson was your favorite side character? He He's definitely up there. I think Kevin Klein uh, in No Strings Attached, uh, Ashton Kutcher's father, is hilarious. Uh, just this really funny concept of like a famous TV star, you know, who played a dad on a on a sitcom, kind of like a Bob Saget type character, has a yeah. catchphrase that everybody knows and is obsessed with him, and steals right. his son's girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> it's just like smoking weed in the house, you know. Uses his catchphrase all the time. Just makes the whole world like everything about him. Um, yeah, like they introduce his catchphrase first, and I. His catchphrase is Great Scott. Yeah. And so I immediately assumed, oh, did they get Christopher Lloyd to play his dad? That's what I thought, too. But, but no, they got Kevin Klein, uh, a phenomenal actor, and he does do a good job, but man, is he an unlikable character in that movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean he is charming, like, to a fault. Yes, no, I, I, I agreed. I I think he's a really fun character. Um, you, when you walk in and you see him for the first time, and he's like doing some military workout along with like a yoga pose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, punch me, like feel how rock hard <laughs> I am. And it's like, okay, this is going to be fun. Um, but then I also think Woody Harrelson's character in friends with benefits is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was initially like taken aback cause I was like, is this like a very progressive representation of LGBTQ person in a movie? But He's just so overtly like, I'm gay, are you gay? And yeah. he's just like hitting on everybody. And I was like, I mean, it's uh, he's very open. That's, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. But it's like, uh, it's very aggressive. And I was like, I, is, is this right? I don't know. <laughs> we, yeah, I love that, that he, he, he turns around it, but... and, he's, he, and he keeps looking at Justin Timberlake. He's like, are you sure you're not gay? Like, <laughs> dang. All right. I mean, whatever you say. I love the scene where they're playing basketball. Uh, and you see Woody Harrelson just chan- channeling his inner, like, white men can't jump. Yeah, uh, it's so true. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. That's awesome. Uh, and then oh. you also have Richard Jenkins as the other dad. Yeah. Who does a phenomenal job. Uh, you know, the the famously the father of Step Brothers, and I'm sure a ton of other things. But it was fun to see the dad from Step Brothers be a dad in another movie. And this is a much more serious, like, he kind of grounds the Friends with the Benefits in some serious stuff that you don't quite get to see up until that point. Yeah. Um, so talked a little bit about the side characters, but, uh, overall, which relationship, which main relationship did you think was more fun? Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman or Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake? Mm. I, I will say that, Man, they're they're both two attractive couples. It's 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 hard to pick off just looking at the covers. Like I don't know which movie I would have gone to. I didn't. I, this is the first time for me seeing both of these movies. Okay. So I got a very a very open opinion to get to watch both of them side by side. Uh, came in blind, um, but I have to say I think Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis's relationship is more fun. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the No Strings Attached with Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman. I I I think they acted it well, but. 
for whatever reason, I just I was had more fun in Friends with Benefits. It seemed like they were giddy and like excited to do their thing, and you know, even when they hit their bumps along the way, it was believable, and you didn't feel like it was one person just shutting the other one down. They were both pretty cordial about it throughout. It it, it ne- I never felt threatened or worried or just kind of. There were some points in No String Attached where I was like, Ashton Kutcher, buddy, she does not want to commit a relationship, and you definitely do. Yeah. Like, I was worried for him that he was going to get taken advantage of for a lot of the movie. And so I think I had more fun with Friends with Benefits. No Strings Attached was interesting to me because there were parts of it that you're like, okay, that is completely unbelievable that a person would do that. Like, Uh when at the very beginning of the movie... Natalie Portman invites him. It's like, hey, I got this thing tomorrow. Do you want to come with me? It's her dad's funeral. You don't just yeah. invite a stranger you met at a party to your dad's yeah. funeral. That's a weird thing. And he's right. just sitting there like in a Michigan sweatshirt. Yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, uh, no, I would leave. If I showed up to a funeral like that, I would not get out of the car. I'm not right, about to right. embarrass, you know, this whole ceremony here. And it's like, okay, that's a very unbelievable thing that would happen. But then there's also parts of it where I'm like, that's one of the more realistic representations of a relationship in a movie. Like at the very end when they have their like big dramatic line and their final, you know, kiss to like, oh, hey, we're finally going to be together. It's not mm. smooth. Yeah. Like they kind of come together and they almost like hit heads and then like, they kind of like hesitate for a second and then they kiss and then it kind of goes on from there. And I, and I looked at it and I said out loud, oh, I think that's like how I would do that scene as a human. <laughs> Whereas everything in Friends with Benefits, it's all very polished. Uh, you yeah. know, they always yeah. say the, the right thing at the right time. They've always got yeah, the quick witty comeback. You know, every kiss is perfect. Every like nuzzle is just like ever so perfect. And you're like, all right, that's not what would really happen. Um, yeah. But I do no, think... I, sorry, go ahead. No, I think I think you're hitting on a, a really good point. You were talking about, like, the, the funeral scene, how, like, that's so... That's, like, it, it's played in the movie, like, Natalie Portman has this, like, you know, you know, you want to come to this thing? And it turns out to be her dad's funeral. And it's like, what was the joke that you were going for there? Like, this, like, I get it, like, he's very uncomfortable and was not prepared for what he got into, but what he got into was her dad's funeral. Like, that's not a ha-ha moment. Like, I, I can't laugh at Ashton Kutcher being out of place with a Michigan sweatshirt because we're at a funeral. Yeah. And and then there's several things that happen in their relationship that just seem really forced. Like, the, the yeah. writers and directors just want you to, like, they're like, listen, they love each other. Trust us. Here's a line of dialogue to show it. Uh, like after the funeral, they don't talk to each other at all. Mm. And then Ashton Kutcher gets in his car and Natalie Portman comes out and says, I'm glad you stayed. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. You you didn't <laughs> talk to each other one time. Why are you, yeah. why are you glad that he stayed? Like he weirdly you, showed up in a Michigan sweatshirt to your dad's funeral and then you didn't talk to him. And now you're trying to convince me that like, wow, this is a really romantic thing. Yeah, you trapped him there. At, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think an, another example of that is when his dad steals his girlfriend. It's like, 
it's played for like oh ha 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 his dad i don't even know like what that character is trying to like is this really famous actor and i guess okay so they're saying that ashley kutcher is living in his dad's shadow and his dad's overbearing or not overbearing so much as like just not a dad he's a friend he sends himself as like an an equal because he's like a playboy Mm -hmm. and uh or a bachelor i should say and it's like I, i i get that you're trying to play this off as a joke like as funny but it just comes across as like Man, your dad sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of, you know, while we're on the subject of some weird inconsistencies, uh, I took note of several of them in No Strings Attached uh, because okay. it really bothered me. I didn't know why. But <laughs> there's, like, all the characters will somehow have information that, like, they shouldn't have. Uh, like, at one point, Ludacris says something about, you know, oh, you need to call Emma. And it's like, how does he know who Emma is? Like, this has not come up ever before mm. uh at one point natalie portman's talking to her sister on the phone or uh yeah on the phone or in person i can't remember and her sister says something about like oh is it ashton kutcher's character i can't remember his name uh like are you thinking about him or whatever and it's like wait what like you've gone out of your way several times during this movie to talk about how she doesn't tell you that about her relationships like she's Mm. cut off from her family and she's very alone and private how does this girl now have this information about like what's going on in her life when it's never been addressed um and just little things like that where you're just like who's doing what and how and how does everybody know conveniently (laughs) what they're supposed to um it's just kind of frustrating i I, I have to imagine like when these mirror movies come out we 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 had a, a guest star on Matt Singletary who talked about trying to get a script made and how mm. like you write a script you send it off to a bunch of production companies and you hope it takes and sometimes they take it and you know and sometimes you you I'm sure you've heard of blacklisted scripts where yeah. there's just a bunch of scripts that have never been made that are just you know waiting to be made and it's played like twenty thirty forty years mm-hmm. that this has movie has not been made. And so I have to imagine that these mirror movies are when two production companies get a similar script and both decide, you know, somewhere along the lines that we're going to make this movie. And then they hear that the other one's making the movie and then they just race to get yeah. the movie out. And it seems like Friends with Benefits is a much more polished, like you said earlier, a much more polished movie. And No Strings Attached feels like they have the premise and they kind of know what they want to do with it. But they didn't have the time to fill in the beats it takes to get to each point in the movie. And so it does feel forced at some points. Yeah. They do have, you know, there is something comical about Ashton Kutcher showing up to the funeral in a Michigan sweatshirt, clearly out of place, yeah. clearly uncomfortable. But it's it's not quite as polished as in like Friends with Benefits, yeah. where... Mila Kunis is taking him on this wonderful trip to New York and they go to all of these spots and she sells him on New York. That's a very well-paced scene. It introduces us to the characters. It introduces us to the character of the city. And it puts us, you know, it's it's done so well that I, I it's just it's just paced better. It's, it's a lot more digestible, I should mm. say. Whereas uh. No Strings Attached feels a little 
sluggish. It feels like it's slug. It's sluggish at some points. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to to get into it. One of the things I think is interesting about the uh, the two main guys is that what they're they're like opposite sides of the same coin. Like uh, Justin Timberlake is has a lot of misplaced self confidence, and it's just like really suave and cool and always has like the perfect thing to say. And Ashton Kutcher is like this weird, awkward goofball <laughs> who like keeps like bumbling over his own feet. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of weird uh, that they have this kind of weird juxtaposition like that. Um, and and that would be charming if Natalie Portman's character found it charming, but it's, it's like she can't even handle being with him. She just wants him for the physical side, and then anytime they get close, she's like mad at him for trying to get close or for having feelings because that's not what she wants. And I think that's that's overall my main issue with No Strings Attached versus Friends with Benefits is in Friends with Benefits, they are on the same page. Yeah, they're like they're friends, and then they both decide to be friends with benefits. Whereas No Strings Attached, Natalie Portman isn't in the driver's seat of that relationship for almost the whole movie. Yeah. Uh... One thing I thought was funny uh, about Friends with Benefits was that I don't know if you noticed this or not, but like literally every time that they have sex, which happens a lot in this movie, uh, there are open windows everywhere. And I get that it's New York and it's skyscrapers and you know whatever. Uh-huh. You're not maybe not worried about everybody looking in your windows all the time, but like literally they went out of their way to have every. <laughs> curtain and window like even when they go back to la uh uh-huh. and they're like staying at the beach house the windows are closed and then they have sex and the windows are open and i'm like why are we doing this like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please just close the windows close the blinds one time yeah yeah that's really funny um i i i do want to circle back to what i said earlier i i don't have a problem with uh natalie portman being in the driver's seat if they were both heading the same direction. But yeah. Ashley Kutcher clearly wants to be serious, and she doesn't. One thing I think and, is funny about Natalie Portman's character is that uh, at one point she walks in on Ashton Kutcher after she's talked about, like, we should, you know, see other people. You know, it, mm-hmm. it'll help our relationship. And he's like, all right, that's no, I don't want that. Uh, yeah. And he ends up almost being in a threesome. But like not oh, yeah. the two girls are really that. into each other, and he's just like, "All right, well, this sucks." Uh, and she shows <laughs> up, sees presumably him having a threesome, uh-huh. and then she just kicks those other two girls out, and then like yeah. she's fine, and they stay together. At the end of the movie, when she finally realizes she wants to be with him, she sees Ashton Kutcher show up with a with a coworker, and they just get out of their car. Could be. Any number of things. And she hides in a bush and cries because she's like, oh, he's got a girlfriend. It's like, you literally caught him in a threesome earlier and were fine with it. And now uh, he's just like around another human that he works with and you're sad and like leave. Like your character would not do that. I don't know. Mm, it just was mm-hmm. frustrating. No, and on a similar point, I guess I should say one one thing that. I think you mentioned this on No Strings Attached about how they just keep telling us that Natalie Portman's character is, you know, has problems. And I guess that that's one example of us kind of showing there's some progression, even if it's a little inconsistent, maybe. But they, in Friends with Benefits, they constantly, like, the, the knock on 
Mila Kunis's character is that she's emotionally damaged, and that comes up so many times in the movie. But she seems like an amazing person. She the seems really movie. with it. Yeah, so with it. There's not a problem with her. Like I, you know, I know she has an issue with her mom not really being there or being yeah her own wallflower, but. She's she is totally. I mean, I I I didn't understand where the emotional damage was coming in. Yeah, I uh, could tell Justin Timberlake was having trouble with his dad, and you know, you know opening up and you know being like emotionally yeah. cut off. Uh, very true. Uh, yeah, there was a little bit of both of that where they're like, "Trust me, here are our problems. We're gonna tell you really yeah, early, yeah. and you're just gonna accept it and move on." Uh, I think my favorite reoccurring bit from that movie was uh him confusing closing time for a third eye blind song <laughs> and it just comes up so many times and then at the end yeah. he's like it's by a band called supersonic can you believe that or like it's not it's not yeah. third eye blind and she's like i, I was I. wrong <laughs> that is a sweet moment like the, it happens during a flash mob which i've i mentioned earlier and i'll say again i, I takes me out of the movie because I'm like, wow, what a timestamp. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what a time capsule in movie history. But that moment was super sweet, even though it happens over this this distance of an entire flash mob, which I have to imagine was very loud, and they're just kind of... They are kind of yelling, but I it was like, how are they, how can they hear each other yeah. over this flash mob? And, and they even address it. They're like, I didn't think about this. This is really hard. This is the time in a yeah. movie where, you know... They're just kind of yeah, talking, yeah. and they put the music in later. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I thought in No Strings Attached, for as much as I, I've kind of ragged on the movie a little bit, there are definitely some really funny parts to it. Um, hmm. and, and some of the dialogue is really funny. I think Jake Johnson's character is really funny. Uh, I think hmm. Ashton is, is pretty funny, too. But uh, when he makes Natalie Portman's character a uh, period playlist... Uh, yeah. I, it was so funny, and you know she's just like re- <laughs> just like reading through all the different song titles, yeah. Uh, you know, bleeding love and bloody Sunday, <laughs> and uh, I got the world on a string. It's like that is so funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. don't know why. I, I thought it was pretty clever. Now, the the more I think about it, no strings attached. I, I I think I've I've unfairly ragged on that movie quite a bit during this pod. And it is a good. I think it is a good movie. I I think when you compare these two together, it really highlights what Friends with Benefits does right mm. and what No Strings Attached didn't quite hit the mark on. But there is some genuine heart in No Strings Attached. There are some great moments. There's a really great, like you said, uh, ensemble cast that kind of carries a lot of the movie, um, or at least that that kind of builds out the world so it feels like these are actually people and I, I think I still going to say that I enjoyed Friends with Benefits more but I, I think both of these movies are good and, and maybe watching them back to back is not the way to do it which is so interesting because they're so similar Yeah, but I guess that's, that's the thing I, I if think, you're gonna watch a movie, when whichever one you watch second, you're gonna be like, "Wow, I've seen this before." <laughs> I, I think watching back to back is kind of fun because you really uh, appreciate the good parts and you really can highlight the uh, the bad parts. Uh, yeah. They really stick out 
like a sore thumb uh, in both directions. And so uh, I would recommend Friends with Benefits more. I think it's a better movie. I think it's more fun. Uh, I think their their relationship is is funnier. Uh, also, I'm you know I'm a homer for a Will Gluck movie, so uh, <laughs> you know that's that's not really fair. Um, I did think it was funny, you know, fired up reference uh, when Woody Harrelson's character comes on. I was like, oh, this is basically like Brewster from Fired Up, uh, you know, yeah. like an over the top, like really flamboyant gay guy. And then uh, in No Strings Attached, the guy who actually plays Brewster is in that yeah. movie. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hey, like Brewster, yeah. he's everywhere. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, if you watch both these movies and you agree and or disagree with us, please write into us at NTPYD Podcast. Uh, at gmail.com or on Twitter at NTPYD Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your side. We'd love to hear what we got wrong, what you agree with, what you disagree with, your thoughts, your feelings, anything. We'd love to, we'd love to, we just want to hear from you. Please, <laughs> we don't want to sound desperate. But for Drew Crawford, I am Drew Allen, and we have been not the podcast you deserve. And we hope you've enjoyed your time and can't wait to talk to you again next week.